I'm T. Lopez, and this is the Mama Morsels podcast. This is not my usual intro, and although this episode is another short morsel, it won't be one of my typical episodes. Coming up in the season, there are some really amazing jewels that I want to continue to unwrap for you, but before I felt like I could move on with business as usual, life as usual, momming as usual... I wanted to help offer a path toward peace and calm in all of our hearts amidst the heaviness many are feeling over the passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the beautiful families lost in this week's tragedy, and what I know we are all feeling for his wife and daughters and the family members left at home. As a mom, sometimes you can't help but put yourself in another mom's situation mentally. It's the reason we end up helping each other more often than not because we know how much goes into being a mom, how much of ourselves we put into it, and the reasons we do what we do. You experience this crazy love from another dimension that takes over when you have kids. It's the driving force in everything you do just to make sure your family's okay, that your family's protected, and to make sure that your family feels that same love too. That's what moms do. And we get that about each other. So oftentimes when another mom is running late for school pickup, we will stay with her kids a couple extra minutes until she gets there. When we see another mama post that she and her husband had their first date night in ages, we comment with hearts and kisses and happy faces because we know how much work goes into raising kids while continuing to keep your marriage or your relationship strong and healthy. This week, my mind and heart couldn't help but go to all those places on behalf of a mom who lost half her household and no doubt half her heart. When we want to help but can't, we tend to hover over certain thoughts and feelings and they start to get stronger. We start to feel helpless and maybe even scared if we unwillingly start to imagine ourselves in their situation. So what do we do when we can't help the other mom in need because maybe there isn't a personal connection there? And how do we start to climb out of those feelings of helplessness and back into the gratitude of the wholeness of our own families without a sense of guilt or lingering sadness? In case you're finding it difficult to do that this week, I'd like to share my own personal practice that may carve out a path for you as well. My husband and I were out with our kids when we heard this tragic news and I instantly had this huge pain in my chest and I couldn't focus. I couldn't focus on what was going on around me or what my kids were doing right in front of me. I, I knew that I couldn't deny what I was feeling. I needed to feel it and I needed to let it pass through me. I know from lots of experience what suppressing emotions will do to you and I know that that's not the way. I believe in the power of prayer, and I don't mean that in the pretty pink font way that you see on an Instagram post. I mean, I believe in the activation of the spiritual realm through prayer. I believe that God gave us rule over this earth when we were created, and that we are to rule and serve, and that's a huge part of our purpose here. So to give direction to those feelings, I started to pray when I felt Helpless, I prayed for divine help for this mama whose life was just changed forever. 
When I felt scared, I prayed for divine protection over her and her babies here on earth with her. When more bad news trickled in throughout the day and it made me feel weak, I prayed for divine strength to come to her. Sometimes we are able to physically be there for someone, but for me and my family, the spiritual realm is just as real as the physical, and that's where we were and still are able to contribute. If you're feeling like you want to do something, need to do something to help, I encourage you to join me in prayer. Every time I think of the situation and how overwhelming it must be, I take action in this way. You might be a person who journals, and whenever you think of these families, you might write down your prayers or your wishes for their homes and their hearts and their futures. My next action is to remind myself of how fortunate, how blessed I am that my family is here with me. And being reminded of how fragile life is can also remind us of what a miracle each moment is. How many things in the world had to go exactly right in order for us to be here with the people we love the most, and we get to show it to them. That's part of the action we can take. This week, there were, of course, extra hugs and kisses. A couple nights when the kids snuck into our bed, we didn't put them back in their room. I packed special unicorn macaroni in Ellie's lunch, and every time Irie said, Mommy, play with me, I did immediately, without doing three things on my task list first. Throughout the day when we've been apart, I've purposely texted my husband more I love yous. I call him BB and my auto text keeps changing it to Bob, which (laughs) we both get a kick out of when I don't catch it fast enough. He says, I'm going to find this Bob guy. And those are the moments. This is what we can do. Live appreciate each other, love one another, and pray for these families. These are actions that you can take. Before I go, I want you to know that since the very beginning, when I started this podcast, I pray before recording every single episode, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to God when He entrusts me with the preciousness of you, your listening ears, and your time. I don't ever take it for granted, and I thank you. Until we come together next time, if you would also like to and are able to help financially, there is a fund set up to honor and support the families and loved ones of the seven other victims of this tragedy. For more information on how you can do that, you can head to mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E, mambaon3.org. Until next time.